Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say today we have Alison with us, who's a digital marketing specialist at Velocity Growth and founder of Desmond Consultancy. Alison, how are you doing? Very good, Tom. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Alison, we start the show always the same. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your career to date, please? Absolutely, Tom. So I suppose going back, I'll start at the beginning, I suppose I would have done a marketing degree uh, here in Cork. Um, so always, always marketing was, was the thing. Um, and I got a bit of experience um, when I came out and then COVID hit. So I came out probably not the best time, but it probably turned out to be the best time for me on reflection. But at the time, it was quite overwhelming um, about where I was going to go with my career based on a pandemic. Um, so over the course of, we'll say, the two, two and a half years of COVID, um, I started my own business. Um, so I just started with an Instagram page and kind of grew from there, giving tips to, to SMEs um, and small businesses and then started taking on clients from that and built a business based on a strategy and a collaborative approach to marketing, um, which I've absolutely loved and still do and have fantastic, fantastic clients. Um, and then this year, um, just a few months back, I started working with another organization as a digital marketing specialist uh, called Velocity Growth. Um, who is co-founded by Craig and Jen. Uh, what we do is we work with startups um, in terms of growth, um, activation in that and supporting businesses through paid ads, through um, you know email marketing, through so many different avenues. Um, and we have both an agency side um, and a training side as well. Um, and I do have a discount code, which, which we can share later on that. But yeah, so it's, it's, it's been it's been a few years. I suppose I'm I'm, I'm 25. Um, so it's it's been a few years of trying to finding, I suppose, where I fit in in marketing. As you probably know, Tom, it's such a broad area, yeah. and it's an area that there's so much to explore. Um, so I suppose at the moment where I'm kind of I suppose specialize on specializing is kind of strategy collaboration, networking, speaking, comms, um, personal branding, and content creation. So they're kind of the areas, I suppose, both with the with the with velocity growth and obviously my own business, um, that kind of would, would showcase, I suppose, my, my expertise in both those areas. Brilliant. And so what would you see as your main strength in digital at the moment? So for me, I, I suppose strategy is massive. Um, strategy and building connections for me is massive. Um, I think that there is so much that founders, business owners, owners can do with the support of agencies. Um, you know, putting themselves out there, creating content that's relevant for the organization and really becoming a key opinion leader. So for me, something that I would do with a lot of clients is, okay, well, how do we showcase our expertise? How do we get across to the audience what they do um, and how they are solving the problem uh, for that for that potential customer or client? So for me, it is the positioning um, from the personal branding and using the digital side to basically show off, Tom, I think is, is kind of the best way um, and taking advantage of your network and your connections um, and really, as I said, becoming a person people go to for advice um, in whatever industry you're in. 
And I think we see that trend massively when we look at the likes of, you know, Mel Robbins, we look at the likes of Stephen, you know, from Diary CEO. That's what they're doing. You know, they're creating content to show that, you know, we know what we're talking about. Um, so that's definitely an area that I think, you know, is can be overlooked sometimes, Tom, to be honest. I think people, you know, very much look at numbers and marketing is more than numbers. Obviously, it's a very important piece of it, but there, there is a human side to it. And I think as we go into the digital side, and we've been well in it now for many, many years, yeah. um, that we don't forget that personal side um, and that building relationships. And what I've seen is that when you do that, when you take the digital side and the ad side and all that, but but match it with, you know, building those connections, building those relationships. Um, you know, you have a really nice marketing kind of integration strategy there um, that you're kind of getting to both audiences, which is brilliant. Brilliant. And um, so let's break this down for anyone listening. If mm-hmm. you came into a business tomorrow and mm-hmm. you were given the task of building out a strategy, yeah. What what processes would you put in place to give confidence to the company that you're building out the right strategy? Totally. So I suppose we 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 always do an evaluation. I think it's, which is so important because I think some people don't see see what they have in front of them, Tom. Sometimes, um, so we do an evaluation and we kind of see, okay, where where can you spend your time? So if, if there's a budget, and obviously there's always a budget, but if there's a big or small budget, that obviously would be a factor in the strategy that we look at. So for my for my own business, you know, with the SMEs, small businesses, I'd evaluate, okay, who's your target market? Where are they and how can we get to them? Okay, let's look at social media. Let's create that strategy around that, the messaging, the brand persona. Where can we, you know, what events can we put you into? Where can you be seen by your target market? Um, I'm all, I'm back into those databases, you know, going back to that old sales concept of looking at potential customers in your area and noting down and outreaching and saying, we are here, we can help. It's not cold calling. It's not, it is literally, this is what we do. Love to connect with you. And I think that that is something that we look at is basically from my own business perspective is we say, okay, these are tactics that we can do and this is what you can do. And the biggest, the easiest way of looking at a strategy, you know, I think that people hear strategy in all different size businesses and they get really overwhelmed by that, Tom. And really it's plan of action, really it's tasks that we can do to get more people in front of that business. And I think that what the core element of that strategy needs to be is making sure that there's clear messaging and they know their brand persona, they know their target market. And I think with that, decisions can be made. And I think if we simplify it like that, a marketing strategy should be very, very simple. So if you look at three different areas, you have your marketing strategy, excuse me, your brand messaging done, which is a big job, Tom. I think people miss that part. They miss that. They just move on and I'm saying, okay, talk to me about your business. And they actually find it really difficult. And I'm like, if I can't get you to explain it to me, how is anyone else going to understand what you do? So sometimes I think people skip that process and actually it's something we always have to go back to. What is your business? What is the problem that the customer has and what solution are you providing? And that messaging then is constantly being repeated in all different mediums. And that's all it is. When you're looking at strategy, you're saying, this is the brand messaging, this is the brand persona, and let's get those messages out to our target market in different ways. Let's get as many touch points as we can. And that's what strategy is. It is basically putting a plan into action that makes strategic sense for your business. And that goes back to what you do and who you do it for. So I think that that is something that can be a missing piece for people. And I I always say to people, 
test yourself, you know, ask a friend, ask you what's the business, you know, what, what does your business do? And if they struggle, um, it's nothing bad. There's nothing to feel bad about, but it's just like, that's something that needs to be worked on ASAP because if you don't, if you can't describe the business, the rest of it is, irre- is irrelevant at that point. Really well said. Yeah. Brilliant. And um, so as a result of your strategy, it really, yeah. obviously your strategy depending on the industry, I'm sure you'll identify, okay, let's say paid search. Google and Bing might be really strong for such and such a industry, but yeah. for another industry, it would be social medias, or it could be mm-hmm. something more specific. It could be your your Pinterest, your Discords. Your there's so many different ways you could build out an industry. But once you identify the strategy, build out the brand, which I completely agree is always underestimated and can always be yeah. worked on, no matter how big or small the business is. Mm-hmm. But once you identify that do you yourself put in the work in place or do you kind of refer on to other businesses the actual the 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 plan the plan that you yeah that's a really good question so i suppose i have my areas of expertise that i would implement that plan so you know we would do you know social media content creation outreach creation of brand assets and so forth so um how how it would work for me is that I would say, okay, I can do this. If I need to bring a specialist on, that I, you know, I have a great connection of specialists I could bring on for very specific projects that I've done before. And I think that's really good because it gives another eye to the project as well. Um, and I think collaboration is key in all aspects of business, whether that's bringing someone to kind of bring on a project with myself or a business collaborating with another business and, and reaching that target market if it's relevant. So it's bringing on people if I feel is necessary and then it's also putting it back onto the business Tom and I think sometimes marketers don't do that or fear to make it seem like oh why 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 am I doing stuff you know what I mean like I'm asking you to do the stuff if I don't have the cooperation from the client to work with me there's a difference between hiring me and working with me there's and I don't I'm not a hire you work with me and the reason you work with me is because this is your business it's not mine and I will give you the plan, the implementation of me for different tasks. But you, I have to have the client on side. I have to, I have to have the client going out to events and networking. I have to have the client go out to, to different events and have a stand. I have to have the client do corporate events and speak and, and, and showcase their expertise. If you don't have the client on your side, I think it's going to be, a, I think it's a harder thing to do because marketing has evolved. I think 10, 15 years ago, you'd hire a marketing agency, we'll chat to you in six months. That has massively changed. And I think for the better. Um, and I think that what I always would say to clients is, okay, I'll do X, Y, and Z, but this is what you can do. And I give the example of my own business. Like I'm a marketing expert. I understand the industry. Obviously, we're constantly learning, Tom. It's, it's always changing. There's always something else to learn. Yeah. But we are the experts in, in this area. And that doesn't mean that when I was starting my business, as a marketing expert, I was sitting down at home waiting for clients to come in the door. I was going out there, networking, putting myself out there, going on podcasts, you know, speaking at different events virtually at the time due to COVID. When I, you know, and and that's the, the advice I give to clients is that you, if you hire someone in marketing, that doesn't mean you stop. You know, it, it, it's a collaborative environment. It should be. Okay, not everyone has that, but it should be. And I think that if you... Because you have to put the business 
at the forefront and I think a lot of people like they spend time in their accounts they spend time on you know purchasing stuff marketing always seems to be left and if you don't market the business you've no business to run so I really think that there has to be like I don't take on any clients anymore my own business if they don't go on camera Tom to be honest obviously it depends on the industry but if I'm looking, working with personal brands or small businesses if they don't go on camera I'm very so to take them on unless there's a really good reason they have someone else um to go on because you have to put yourself out there that's a tactic that have gotten me where I am and it's gotten other businesses to where they are because of that yeah. so I really think that is an important piece to remember is that yes like marketers are here and I'm definitely here to work with businesses but it also, there's work for you on that side. And I think businesses have to be aware of that as well and not kind of go in naively about it. Kind of say, oh, it's a scram. I'll, I'll, you know, they'll sort out my marketing. They'll do my social media. I'll get loads of clients. No, social media is an aspect of marketing. It's a very important piece of marketing. But there's other aspects as well to gain those those sales, those clients. I think that's, it has to be said, Tom, to people because, and I understand why people think the other way. Um, but yeah, that, that's something that I'm very, very passionate about in regards to that. Really well said. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm fascinated to hear that you have that kind of condition. Uh, are you vocal about that condition of, uh, business yeah. on the camera? Yeah. Yeah, I, I am. And I think like th- th- there's been a few that like, like to be, to be fair, it, it is coming like when I was starting, obviously you learn Tom. So when I was starting, it wasn't that, but now it is. And I, and I feel it's interesting how I think the mindset has changed with camera and with that content creation of those founders or of those owners, because I think they're seeing it, you know, like something that I might say to them, okay, who, who do you, who do you like at the moment? And they may give me an actual person instead of the brand, which I find really interesting. So they might give me a founder or they might give me a business owner they follow on LinkedIn and they're like, I want to be like them, but that's their personal brand. And they have, because they've connected with that person. And I was like, that's, well, then that's what we need to do. So I think people are seeing it more. I don't think it's as much of, um, how would I say it? It's as much of a discussion anymore. Um, and, and what, what I will, what I, and to be fair, Tom, what I have seen as well is someone say, okay, Alison, can I, can we, can we gradually do it? And I'm like, absolutely. I'm not expecting you to do 10 videos, you know, every week or every month, the first month we start but it's more the willingness that it will come down the line is enough for me but it has to happen Tom it has to happen because you know as I always say you know there's if you own a shop and you know less people are owning shops no brick and mortar it's the online space um but if you own a shop you're not sitting in the corner you're talking to your customer and that's it it's just it's just the online version of that you know and I think why would you hide behind a camera um, when actually you can just talk to your customer directly. So it's, it's something that I think, you know, and not everyone agrees that, Tom, do you know what I mean? I mean, that, but that's just my own view of it. And I think it's a tactic that I've learned through my own mentoring. And, you know, I've, I've had great mentors along the way. And that that's that's what I've kind of grown up with in terms of marketing. And I really believe it works. And Stephanie worked for me. So I think it is, it is um, it's an interesting one, but I think it's one that, 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 that has to be said. Yeah. Uh, like, listen, I'm completely with you with that, Alison. I, I, I suppose you break it down. You've, you've added a condition that, you know, helps for you to get the results and success, success you want. And to summarize, it, I suppose a business hires you and expects you to do everything in your power to make the business as big and yeah. as best as possible. So you're just looking for the commitment from the other side and, saying you know okay. you need to do yeah. this to, to get to where you want to go um in terms of your work maybe building out strategy or maybe reporting is there any particular yeah. softwares you use to enhance your role 
So that that's I I suppose for for me um you know reporting is actually something I'm looking into actually at the moment is is looking at different and more softwares and actually even going to different level. But for me, from a business perspective, from my own perspective, um I I love Trello. And the reason I love Trello, um, because people say like Trello, like white Trello, from a marketing perspective. But the biggest thing for me, Tom, Trello and Canva allow myself and the businesses to execute things in a timely manner. And what I mean by that is a big, the biggest thing that I feel is a barrier for businesses with marketing is two things. The first thing is accountability. So if I if I put a client in a room for two hours, we can film maybe, I don't know, 20 odd videos, 25 videos, right? They can probably do the same thing, right? But it's not the accountability of it. And the second thing is organization. And where Trello and Canva come into that, specifically Trello, is that it organizes the marketing. So I've kind of created templates to organize marketing for like for my internal stuff, my own stuff, and also for the client. And I find that it has enhanced the business, my, my own business, but also the, I've, I, I'm, I am changing around this office at the moment, so I am testing out things, but definitely Trello from an organizational perspective, because it can the client can visually see where they're going firstly, um, but also what they need to do. And I think like what, what my, the, the, I, I said this to a client last week, I was like, I need to use this as part of my, uh, talking about messaging, part of the message is I'm trying to basically make a foundation of a marketing department in an SME and small business. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to literally say, let's create a marketing department that suits the business you're in. So, you know, okay, we need to, you know, we need to do, you know, outreach for an hour a month or sorry, an hour a week. We need to do engagement on our social platforms for 10 minutes in the morning and create a model for that business. Um, so I think for me, Trello is is a great organization. It's easy to use and people can visually see it for them, uh, which helps me just kind of from an organization perspective, but helps the client, client to visually see it. So I think it's just a good all around tool to use and to organize your mind when it comes to marketing. Brilliant, brilliant. And away from your strengths in the areas, especially strategy, is there any particular areas that you're looking to upskill and learn more about and why? Yeah, so I, I'm, I suppose my, my areas, like I said, is like personal branding, organic side content, creative strategy. And I suppose wh- where I, you know, I'm looking in the next kind of years to kind of really capitalize that is at the more technical side. So the likes of HubSpot, the likes of, you know, Unbounce, the likes of dif- different, you know, I've seen a lot in the last few months kind of fantastic tools to be using to enhance it, to, to enhance, automate things a bit more. So I think that's definitely something that I really want to kind of delve into the next few months. Um, and I'm kind of in the midst of that at the moment because I just think like really what, what my aim is, is to have a very clear understanding of many, many aspects of marketing. And I think that 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 is not something you can do in college nor you can do in a few years after college, but something that you can kind of, aim for in your career I think is just to understand it doesn't mean you have to be able to do everything perfectly but it's to understand things um and understand the tools I think there's some fantastic tools out there to make marketing much easier for businesses um so yeah I think definitely more the more technical side is something that I'm kind of really delving into at the moment and learning quite a bit about and the benefits for businesses as well brilliant 
and looking at the digital industry as a whole, is there anything in the future that you're thinking, oh, that's going to change things? Um, I, I, I do think the more uh, the automation side, I, I do think that would become, um, I think we'll be able to reach more through that. Um, I think the, I, I think in terms of, it's, it's interesting, you know, I was thinking about this before I came on, I was like, you know, I think we've kind of gone backwards in some regards where it's become very digital heavy, um, which is amazing. And I love it. And it's amazing. But going back to my point of people, I do think since like we're kind of saying of COVID that the people events, the experiences through the digital means as well will come back again. And I think that's something. So I think we'll come into a stage in the next year or so where it's going to be so integrated. It's going to be the, the you know massive in-person stuff, massive kind of uh, conferences, networking, AI, you know, all, all that kind of side with the digital side as well online. And I think that's what we'll see is that we'll have to be even more integrated, I think, um, which to me is like music to my ears because I think that's what we need. I think I think people have to have that mindset that it's not just the online, it's not just the, the, the in-person, the networking, the personal brand, it's everything together. And I think we're getting there, Tom, but I think it will take another year or two for us to really... For, for many, many businesses to kind of integrate that, I think. Yeah, it, it's it's a good thing from a kind of a consultant point of view for you to understand that and kind of tell businesses what their options are when you're speaking to them. And, and the good thing I think about being freelance is you could work on these projects while the politics and everything else is going on in the business, building automated channels, whether that's email delivery yeah. or whatever. Um, you can build them without the pressures of everywhere else and then deliver, and then they can see almost immediately the impact and, and how, how important it is. Totally. And I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, and this is not a negative point in any means, this is just life, but I think a lot of people are set in their ways, Tom. And I think COVID changed that. I think, you know, you people who said, I never want to go online, or I never want to do this, or I'll never do this event. And then they just see the impact of it. And I think that if they, you know, it is about listening. It is about listening and, and getting your information and understanding it. And and also, you know, something that, you know, going back to that piece of marketing strategy, you know, and creating that strategy is evolving it. Your brand messaging is not going to massively, massively change unless your business massively changes. Your target market is not going to massively, massively change, again, unless your business changes. But, but what will evolve is the way is the mediums you do that so i think it is important that you evolve the strategy and that you see again as you just said there but you know things changing and the industry changing is that you evolve with that um um and i think that that, that is something that is important that's never static it's always is moving um and that allows for then changes to happen you know um with, with whether it's political whether it's you know economical whatever happens in the next kind of few years or few months that you evolve it it's not changing it it's evolving it um and that will never change that will constantly happen love it and lastly Alison, we always ask the same question if you could bottle up one personality trait that you have yourself that you could pass on to others what would it be um i think it is uh, for, for me it's it's, it's about be, being good with people I think Tom and what I mean by that is I think 
putting yourself out there and talk. I'm a talker, as you can see. Um, and I, and it's something that I feel has, because people buy from that. They, they buy from personality. And I think some people are shy about that. They don't want to put themselves out there. And there's a fear of that as well. I certainly had that. But I think my personality, put my, putting myself out there, the word kind of a bit of a hustler in, in one way. So I think people don't really like that term, but I I look at hustler as a positive tone in the sense of putting myself out there. And, you know, if I want something or an opportunity that I feel actually, I want to go on that podcast or I want to do that event, is putting yourself out there and saying, putting yourself forward. You might not get it, but you're still putting yourself forward and putting yourself in the race for it. So I think that's something that I try to instill in people is, you know, if you want, and that was instilled by me, you know, I have a, I have a fantastic mentor, Shan Horn, and she you know, would have always kind of said, like, I said, Shan, I'd love to do that. She said, just ask them, just, just see what happens. And that's a trait that I'd love to pass on to other people because it, it, that that trait is passed on to me um, and it's got me opportunities I didn't think I would get at this point. So I think that that is something that I would definitely um, say to people is just ask. If you want something, just ask. Exactly. Brilliant way to end the show. Brilliant way. Alison, thank you so much for being on the show. Cannot wait thank you for so your much. listeners to listen to this. And uh, yeah, stay in touch. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom.